0: This is Gam Chat. My name is Greg. I'm McCoy. And I'm Dee. We're three Filipino gay guys trying to make sense of anything and everything in the world today. Welcome to our podcast. Trigger warning. This episode contains discussions of self-harm and suicide. Listener discretion is advised. So this is our queries episode. We are answering your questions in this episode we call You've got, You've got queries queries got- queries Okay you guys we got to say that together at least one time that was <laughs> I don't understand this it's literally like You've got queries. How come we can't say this together? All right. We have more chances. It's okay. I hope so. I don't know after this I don't know after this episode we'll have more chances. <laughs> so here's how our queries episode works. Listeners send their queries or questions through DMs on social media, email, or anchor.fm. We pick three of them and we just go in on it. Meaning which is that we just dissect it and your questions matter to us. So we like to spend some time with it.
1: All right, Mr. Publicist McCoy, what is our first question? So the first question is from Grace
2: and Mimai from Wakang Lilingon podcast. Oh. Wait, what does that mean? Don't look behind you. Oh my god, is it scary? Yeah, they do a horror podcast in
0: Tagalog, so it's it's really fun. When you said don't look behind you, I got triggered and I was like, Oh my gosh.
2: That's <laughs> the whole point. Because you know, when someone calls your name, you don't look back but you don't know what you're gonna see.
0: Oh hell or we know or when they go like this st- yes the <laughs> filipino one don't look like yes. <laughs> it may not be your mom
2: <laughs> yes yeah so so let's see the first question is how useful would you be in a zombie apocalypse and how long do you think you'd survive Ooh, okay
0: okay a zombie apocalypse there's a tons of shows can we just draw some kind of reference to one let's do the walking dead or the fear fear of the walking dead okay that world so
1: they're not the aggressive ones i don't
2: want the aggressive one because i would never survive okay (laughs) i
0: don't i love that you can pick and choose i don't want the aggressive one i want a nice calm zombie (laughs) those slow walking zombies you know Mm at the very least okay i would like to go first on this one wait how useful will i be in a zombie apocalypse I, I feel like that's i would like to think i'd be useful i think you would be i think okay so if i were if this is the walking dead yeah i think i would probably be in that position of like i want to be leader i think i would take that kind of role you know try to save everybody or like think about people care about people and i think i could fight you know, I have that Filipino baton thing, right? That looks like a dildo, but it's not a dildo. You know, I have that. That's my secret weapon. You know, I think I'm pretty good at the bat. You know, can you? You know, I think I'd be pretty good, and I think I would survive as long as I could possibly can for a long time until somebody overthrows me as the ruler of the colony. Okay. <laughs> How about you, D?
1: I think I would survive and I would last pretty long. I have this thing, okay, I'm going to tangent a little bit. I have this fantasy of mine that if I had like unlimited amount of money, my thing that I would want to do is like buy like just a store of like crystals and like, you know, like like crystal vase, um any figurine and just go ham with a baseball bat or a g- golf club. <laughs> you know i just like smash everything and i think it's because i have this thing in me that I just want to smash stuff so i would is that anger yes it is <laughs> so I'm kind, of, I'm kind of not trying not to say but I'm about yeah, to say, like, I,
0: I feel like a therapist so in I, the world.
1: but hey when apocalypse happened there's no therapist let me go ham, right?
0: Okay, so, let's <laughs> make, okay hold up here. Like, okay, D. Like, if I was like leader of the pack, and I was like, you're like, yeah, can I like smash the crystals? I'll be like, you're dead.
1: I, can't, like, oh, no, no, I need no, someone no, no, to smash no. the heads. Like, oh yeah, no, yeah, no. Trust me, I will be there. He's talking
2: I'm... about to release his frustration, so yeah. he has that uh, like you know, right, aggressiveness right now. See, right, that. right
1: now, I'm holding back with crystals. But if given a chance, you don't have to be a crystal. Mm-hmm. You could be another mm-hmm. party who's trying to invade our colony. Yeah, you're a crystal. There you go.
0: I agree. D would survive. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! You said for colony," <laughs> and I want to be a leader. Does that mean a colonizer?
1: Well, Lord. Lord. oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> if you step in the white shoes, oh, <laughs> oh, the right shoes. I'm in the right shoes. I hate you, right. D. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right so t you you're saying that because you have a lot of frustration and anger and you would like to break crystals you'd also break heads
1: oh yeah yeah
0: okay and you think you would survive pretty long yeah yeah he's very resourceful I, I, I... <laughs> yeah i would say yeah because you could
1: cook you're like i'm also conniving you got,
0: yeah. you got uh, he can build things yeah that's right he could build things yeah
1: he could probably crochet. I'm conniving, and I'm the one who's gonna be like whispering behind, like, "Oh my God, did you hear what she did?" And we're just gonna turn in on that person and get rid of them.
0: Oh my God, you're that person. So you could, so you
1: Greg, you can be the, you can be up there, but I can be down here, like in the, you know, like you could be on a pedestal, but I can be down in the crowd. Did you hear what Greg just fucking did? <laughs> and like, wait. He, he will overthrow all- you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I know Watch he would I'm overthrow. Like- he would. Hey, he would totally I heard overthrow. Greg ate all the stash last week. I don't know what happened. I'm gonna. say, was like, yeah, what? Like just kind of throwing voices. That's me. Yeah, you, <laughs> yo, you shady. You are so shady. No, no, I'm a survivor. There's a yeah. difference.
0: <laughs> yes. Damn it! Then the Dusty Child song went in my head. I'm a survivor. Just popped up. <laughs> Uh, How about McCoy?
2: Um, I've thought about this for years, this question, right? Years? Yeah. my, My brain is a little strange. So I'm like thinking, okay, if this ever happens, where do I go? Like, do I go to a police station so I can get guns or like a military base so they can protect me? But then why would they let me in? I have no authority to go to a military base and then a police station. I don't know. It just doesn't sound likely. So I'm thinking, I think my best option is to go to either my brother's house or my father's house because they have like a fenced in yard and they have a yard, a natural yard, where you can probably survive for a while because you can you know, eat the fruit that's there or, you know, plant crops, I guess you could say. And stuff like that, right? But also but they have pets. So the pets will make noise, so you have to get rid of the pets first. So
1: I'm going to budge kids, dogs left and right. That's okay gonna do.
2: <laughs> but here's the thing too, it's like what if I can't get there because they're about, what, 30 miles away from me? Because, you know, everyone's going to have the same idea of, like, getting out of town. So it's going to be traffic jammed all over the place. So what's my next option? I don't know. Oh my God. Because I, I moved, like, two years ago. So I still haven't figured out my area on what I need to do in this kind of situation.
1: <laughs> so maybe but, Walmart. Find a Walmart. Yeah.
2: I mean, I Yeah, but it's not secure, though.
1: McCoy, they sell guns at Walmart. That's why I would go. Not here in LA,
2: do they? No, they do not. No, I can do with any kind of weapon because, okay, I get really grossed out and I don't like blood, but I think if it comes to survival, I can fight my way through it. <laughs> um, and I can use anything, anything as a weapon.
0: I'm sorry, you fight your way through it?
2: Oh yeah, if someone's trying to like bite me or infect me, it's on. <laughs> I would like to see that, I don't believe that. You, oh, yeah. You I,
0: You know, I just keep it on the down low, my aggression, but it's there. <laughs> You're like with D. Here's what I would probably do, I would. I would actually team up with the preppers you know what preppers are right yeah. yeah people who like who are prepping for the end of the world i have a good cousin her husband is a prepper i would team up the people who have guns and know how to use it and bring them into my group and then i would go to wal walmart or something get all the medicines like all the drugs and stuff and the uh, And then all the canned foods, go to Costco, get all the canned foods, put it in my brother's monster truck, and then head as far away from the people as possible.
2: But see, Greg, okay, if this is all happening now, how can you get the truck from your brother? How can you get to Costco when everyone has the same idea? And how can you get to this place with the guns and all that and the supplies? And are they even going to let you
0: in? Uh, it's It's called a car. Zombies don't yes, move that fast. But people are gonna have the
2: all the same ideas, so you have to be prepared to hunker down where you are. But that's why I just said I'll team
0: up with the preppers immediately, because they all have the guns. But how can you get to the prepper if there's traffic all over the place? The preppers all have those big giant
2: trucks. The ones No, I know. I'm I'm saying, how can you get from your where you live to the
0: prepper? They're not that far. Oh, okay if you can walk but then that's dangerous. No, if you have guns and stuff. Little McCoy, you literally just drive to your cousin's house. <laughs> like you were going to drive to your daddy's house <laughs> for the fence and yard. Well, no,
2: that's why I said if but I have to be prepared for the for the for the scenario where I can't get there and have to hunker down.
1: McCoy is already picturing the 405 is shut down because yes, there's cars all over. No one's
0: going to take the 405.
2: Well, n- not everyone's going
0: to know that they shouldn't take the freeway really come on
2: well they're trying to get out of
0: town really quickly there's this app this there's it's like a running app it's yeah. an app that you and it yeah. i don't know what it's called it's called like something zombie, zombie run. Called zombie yeah. right and how it works is that you turn on the app when you go running and you put on your headphones and when you go running you'll hear like monsters chasing you or zombies yeah. chasing you And you literally have to run to like a safe zone like it's x miles away it's pretty fun but it's creepy to do it at
2: night here's my thing do you think you'd survive long enough to find yourself a community once this is all widespread like the walking dead kind of thing yes i mean do you i think i would but i trust easily i'm not too weary of people so i might get taken
0: advantage of oh yeah your food yeah your food I'm like, feed
2: McCoy to the zombies quickly. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, actually, no. You don't have to be the quickest. You just have to be quicker than the next guy. Exactly. There's McCoy. <laughs> Leave him. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm willing to break your, your knees to get ahead. <laughs>
0: wow. That's why I got my bodyguards. <laughs> D, attack.
1: <laughs> and I'm on the crowd. Greg is just going to kill all of us. I know. He this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That so we're, we're all really doomed. Do. <laughs> so we're all doomed. So we're posting these questions ahead of time on Instagram stories. So uh, we want to see how you guys would answer these questions. I know we got some really good ones, right, McCoy?
2: Oh yeah. Okay. So the first one is from Nico Nava at I am Nico Nava. So he says, "Very, I can do carpentry." Hashtag Butch Queen. Yes, I would get a Butch Queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. The second one um, is from Flo from Dubai at Flo Galindes. And he says he can cook. The third one is from Earl from Philippine Campfire Stories at the Earl of Jericho. He says, I'll be your storyteller because, you know, there's no electricity or Internet. I'll be your entertainment. Mm. Now, all these three um, listeners and friends, very useful skills, right? But you have to survive first. Now, the question is... Can they survive the initial virus pandemic? I guess you could say whatever it is that causes zombies. Well,
0: okay. I would, I I definitely would need a cook on my team. Yes. Definitely need that. Depends what kind of cooking, though. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like, it gotta be like, you gotta make what you gotta what? make some scraps. I'll make scraps well, you work. You can use like tin we cans, are, you know. We're on a budget. <laughs> We're on a budget here. And then carpentry, okay. That would be great for the fort. Because you got to have a fort, you know? Yes. Uh, Earl? Ooh, I'm sorry, Earl.
1: (laughs) I don't know what to do with that (laughs) Earl. Like zombies! You're taking my job. I'm the one who's gossiping about everyone, throwing Greg (laughs) off. So that job is taken already. Yeah, but these are really useful
2: skills, right? I don't have any of that. But I think I'm willing to fight. Not think, I know. I'm willing to fight.
0: I think we got to see this. I I have to see it. Okay.
2: Well, we have more. Okay. So let's see. From Rich at Rich Flores, he says, not useful at all. I'll be hiding, I'm not even gonna lie and say I'll fight the zombies, I'll be hiding. Which is sad because he is a healthcare worker and he is badly needed. So, I'm thinking we need to protect him because yeah. we do
1: need
0: him. Yeah, no, I would say, yeah, I'd be like, Rich, you should be hiding because you'll be on my team because you're a healthcare <laughs> worker. I need you. Don't do anything. Don't hurt your pretty hands. <laughs> Just get some damn gauze. Stop.
2: Okay, let's see. Um, so, Alfie from Alfie at Alfie Clemente, she says, not too useful. I can survive for five minutes and die. I doubt that. But
1: what is she doing in that five minutes? Is she just like I running around her, like, with her
0: hands up in the air? I love that. I love that response because it's just honest. Like, yo, eat me.
2: But I doubt it, though, because she's a mother. Oh, uh, yeah. So she will fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? She says she, she's going to just die in five minutes. I doubt that.
0: I think she can. I think she can fight. Yeah, I need some mothers on my team because mothers yes. be like, they like get crazy. They get helicopter yeah. parents on you, you know. But like, the, the
2: thing is, you have to have their kids with you, or else who Who are they protecting? Uh, me,
0: mama, mama. <laughs>
2: That's what I <I'll> do. <laughs> so let's see. So the last one is from Choi of Pod Surfing at Puchoy Choi, which is like the cutest handle ever, right? Pachoy Choi, What does Pachoy mean? I think it's his nickname. Oh, I like that nickname. Yeah. So he has a new podcast that'll launch in like the coming weeks. So he says, I'm not sure if it's the photo or the question that terrifies me. Um, I've watched World War Z and Kingdom on Netflix too many times to know that shooting slash severing the heads does the trick. But if my fear takes over me, I think i die right away. Which is the the truth because me I say I can fight I'm willing to fight but if I get grossed out or I get too scared it only takes one bite to finish me off right yeah (laughs) so you have to conquer that fear do you have a fear of zombies yes if there's too many of them if it's one I'll have the initial shock but then I think I can I can
0: manage I can see myself this sounds horrible like if I saw a zombie like slowly coming up to me Do you remember, okay, in Walking Dead, there was one character who uses zombies as pets to keep them away from the the set? Michonne. Michonne. I would be her. I'd be like, put a leash there, put a leash there, and then have them, like, keep the zombies at bay. I don't know if I can. Is that horrible? Come on. I know you have some, like, leather, like, leashes. Come
2: on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, but here's the thing, though. If this really does happen, I think the first two days maybe you're you'll be wondering if this is this really happening are they maybe are they just crazy or something like they're on drugs
0: i don't think you'd initially think
2: that they are zombies
0: bath salts remember that bath salt yes. incident in florida where the guy ate another guy like yeah. no he's sorry he didn't eat he just bit off someone's like the fa- his face his face he was tearing
2: off the face or something like that because of the yeah.
0: bath salt drug yeah yeah i think that's a good assessment so i think that's what people would think it's like
2: um Is he on drugs? Because, I mean, they're not decomposing yet. They're fresh.
0: I mean, in your world, yeah, I think. (laughs) I think in some worlds, a zombie turns into a zombie. Like, all of a sudden, you get, like, your face doesn't, you know, you get grayish. Your skin turns gray or something. But I've never seen a corpse. I I wouldn't know.
1: What would be your ideal weapon, though? Because to me... A gun, a baseball bat. Yeah, I think a gun is. I mean, as long as you've been practicing no, your whole you, life you lose, and you have no you, you aim, run
0: out of, yeah, yeah. So, sounds too.
1: I mean, I would use. Like, I would have both because gun is for living people, <laughs> <laughs> and the bat. But see, that's what I think about. I'm not just scared of the zombies. I have to watch out for the rest of you motherfuckers out there <laughs> that's going to try to to do something else. So I have my. But see, gun. you don't think about
2: that initially because you know people are gonna try to work together initially until you run out of yeah. food and then but you got, you know
1: again i'm already thinking about that so that's why i will have a yeah. gun and a, like either a lead pipe or like a, a baseball bat
2: okay but see you have to have a weapon that you can run with that's not gonna like weigh you down yeah or climb a, a wall over and you're not gonna drop it just easily yeah. right so i think a lead pipe is it's good, yes, but yeah. it doesn't really have a handle,
1: oh no, because you could just tie a string and then put it like like a sling like a over your uh, thing you're through, right, through the you're hole right,
2: yeah, but the problem is if you get too much you know blood or brain matter on it, it might get slippery,
1: no, but see, that's the key that they won't smell you because this smells like just like like just them, so that's what but that's not a like proven theory
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to interrupt her, do you guys know this is a real right? <laughs>
1: you guys are like if you say so but i have a bed next to my bed but okay
0: well i have that baton filipino baton thing next to my bed but you know but, but that's see, far the, different use, greg but oh my okay. god
1: like if a zombie you're gonna be like hold on i have to like pull it out somewhere
2: i think if someone gets into greg's house dildos will be flying
1: like a zombie's gonna be like, "Oh, sorry, wrong house," <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and his back okay. legs <laughs> suck. All right, uh, what's the next question?
2: The next question is from Earl from Philippine Campfire Stories. The question is: I feel like I'm not happy with my job. What do you do to infuse interest in whatever you do for work?
1: I'm somewhat of a social person when I want to be. So <laughs> it depends on my mood. But work-wise, I like working with people. I like, like team settings where you can bounce off ideas. So as long as I can somehow squeeze that in into anything that I do, that kind of just changes my mood. Working with a team, bouncing off ideas, collaborating. That's like I find little projects here and there. Even with my work now, it's just like to kind of get people involved.
2: I agree with you. Um, because I work for the finance department for a hospital, right? There's no any kind of way to infuse any interest in that kind of line of work. I mean, looking at spreadsheets, that's not going to excite anyone. It excites uh, me. I
1: love spreadsheets. <laughs> <like> oh going... <laughs> my
2: god! Um, so the way I infuse interest is I make friends at work so that. You know, it doesn't feel like I'm coming to work. It feels like I'm hanging out with friends while I'm doing work. And I'll take a break and we'll just chit-chat for a little bit and then go back to work. And then, you know, I, ha- you know, I have a very sunny disposition. So I'm like a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Except for zombies. Wait, zombies I was just drinking
1: and I almost choked when he said he had a sunny disposition. <laughs>
0: like, okay. Like... Um, I... Yeah, he likes that he has a sunny disposition in Seattle or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay,
2: at work, I really have a sunny disposition. Like, I'm very friendly and almost everyone likes me, right? They tell my boss this, so it's not like I'm making this up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they find me easy to work with because, you know, I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, so that's how I infuse interest in what I do. Is I make friends and I have a personal connection with them, and makes my day go by go go
0: go by quickly. Yeah, so I think you're on the right track um, with uh, the friends part because that is a huge factor in your career. Uh, I also think there's like um, it's all about really knowing what your needs are for yourself and seeing if this job is fulfilling those needs. If you feel like in your life that you need to work for a company that has the same mission as you do, whether it's a mission to, let's say at the hospital, like helping others in some capacity, or is your mission about money? If your mission is about making money, then you should be at a job that pays you a lot and the goal yeah. is to make money, so something in finance. Or is it about like friendships? that you are cultivating. I think everyone is suffering from this question at some point in their life about Mm -hmm. not being happy with their job. And I actually think it's a really good starting point. Like, because if you're not happy, that's actually really helpful information for you. Because then you ask yourself, why am I not happy at this job? Because maybe this job isn't right for you. And that's okay. Because then if you acknowledge that, then you could figure out a strategy to get out of the job to find something that you really love to do. Uh, my concern about this question is like, to infuse interest at your work, are you like Are you just hiding the fact that you don't want to be at the job anymore? Is it because you're the, um, your supervisor has a different leadership style that doesn't connect with you? Because that's also another big factor is you could have a, su- a manager, supervisor that is a leader in their way but doesn't match the way you like to be led a lot of people leave because of that and a lot of people stay because of that okay let me just
2: jump in because i i had this exact situation years ago right um i was very very unhappy with with um with my job but i had a lot of friends at that work but My boss's style of leading and like you said, like my way of style that I like to be led. It didn't match. And the fact that I was doing three people's job all on my own was not going to be sustainable. Right. I was super stressed. I hated Fridays because Friday meant Monday was coming. I hated going to bed because going to bed meant I was going to wake up the next day and go to work. I was in that situation like it was really bad for my mental health to the point that I told my mom, I said, I have to quit. I just, I have to quit. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, if I don't quit, I don't know what's gonna happen to me because I was in that mental space that I never wanted to be in. So I quit, Um, I had no backup plan, but I felt like I just had to do this for my sanity, right? So I quit and I traveled for three months and well, when I was in Colombia, I got a text from my old co-worker and she was like, Hey, are you working? Uh, because you know, they see on Instagram, I'm always somewhere new. Um, so I said, um, not really. And they were like, well, when you get back, when are you done? And I said, oh, I'll be done traveling next week. It's like, when when you're done, come in for an interview because we're looking for this position and that. So it just it worked out for me. It's not gonna always work out, but for me, I got lucky and it worked out for me. But I felt like I had to do that because I was in a mental space that I well, it, was not, it wasn't healthy. I've worked with a few
0: people uh, that didn't have... That was in the same position as you, McCoy. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how it, the toll it takes when not at the right job. And the mental strain it has, but also leads to stress, which leads to... The physical deterioration of your body, it's, it's its really sad to know that you didn't like Fridays. Yeah, I hated Fridays. That's crazy, and that's like a sign that this is not the right place for you. And I think that's really important that you got that information that's not the right place for you, and then you took action on it. But here's the thing too: it's also about choosing yourself. Like, how are you gonna advocate for yourself? Because when you're in a job, they're not gonna advocate for you. Like, you know, all HR, you know, human resources are great for companies, of course, right? But their main objective is to protect the company and not the employee. So, if you think about it, even if you had a good company that has a a good HR, they're not looking out for you. You know, they're looking out for the company, and you have to advocate for yourself. Like, and then figure out your game plan. I mean, sometimes. It's like, I need to leave the company now because my mental health is deteriorating and life is way too short. And there's so many opportunities out there. There are a lot of jobs out there that's the right fit. So we put this question out there on social media and IG. Um, McCoy, what are some of the responses that we got to this question? So the first one is from Rich. He
2: says, I advocate for every patient, give them my name to call me, and I memorize their names. I think that's very commendable. That he makes it personal, so the patient feels like they have someone to go to.
0: It's almost I think it's interesting that que- that response because it's really trying to um, like find like what works for you. And in, in for example, in Rich, knowing the fact that if the patient you know knows his name, it helps encourage him to move forward. Right. So it's almost like when you're in a bad situation, you have to figure out what are the stable grounds that help you survive. A day at a time so the next um, answer
2: we got is from Choi and he says my main interest right now is listening to podcasts when I facilitate discussions and trainings my conversation starters usually come from a quote or a story I've heard from a show I listen to I just keep doing that hoping that people would be interested to listen to the same shows I've actually made friends online in in real life because of the podcast and radio shows I've been listening to since two thousand nine, and he gave the example of the morning rush. So I'm thinking he is probably a trainer.
0: Um, so this is how he breaks the ice. I like that. You know, I just was yeah. just I'm just thinking right now about uh, this made me think like recently what I did because I have a I have, at my work it, it gets really busy on my end. Uh, but what I do every morning now is I make sure that I use pomodoro pomodoro which is a which is a timing app oh so you work for 25 minutes and you have to take a five minute break then you work for 25 minutes you take a five minute break and after like four of those sessions that you do uh you take even a longer break uh that works for me because one i get to focus on one thing on my job or one task at a time but two the breaks it's all about self-care so you don't get stressed out or you don't get overwhelmed, and then I'll even do um, creative visualization breaks, where I'll like turn on my computer for five minutes. I'll listen to some kind of podcast or some kind of like creative visualization. Meaning, which is I think about the future, where I want to go, like kind of reminding me the reasons why I'm at this job and what I'm doing, what I'm doing. So then that way when I start going back at work again, I, I have a fresh... My mind's fresh. And I just feel differently. I don't do that. <laughs> you, should try, you should try it.
2: No, no. I, I do take my breaks. And I listen to podcasts while I'm working. Unless
0: I have to put out a fire, then I have to turn everything off so I can really concentrate. Let me ask a question. Do you listen to podcasts to distract you or do you listen to podcasts for um, some type of wellness. It's not to distract me.
2: Distracting the distraction is not the word. It's more to accompany me while I'm working. Mm. But I do turn it off if I, I have to deal with something really serious or heavy. Um, I have to turn everything off and I just concentrate. But when it's just like big you the know, working in finance in, in, in the hospital. It's really it's a routine. It's monotonous. So you have to have something to accompany you or you'll get
0: bored. Well, let me ask you to this. What's one thing that you do so you guys don't get burned out? Like day to day or like in general? General or day to day, you know, because work well, that we do, it could be high stress and it could be monotonous and you stressful and it, you could burn out fast. Well,
2: before the pandemic, I'd fly somewhere for like a long weekend, but I don't do that anymore.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I always take like five for myself like so Greg was talking about like 25 minutes they can take a quick break I do it almost every hour Wearing like an Apple watch, it tells you it just did it right now every hour. It's like time to get up, asshole. (laughs) So it's like (laughs) I do that. I'm like, "Eh, no, okay, I'm going to stop whatever I'm doing. I'm like, I'll cap it to where like I know I can continue off of it or my chain of thought is not broken. And I'll just get up and either I just I'll tell everyone like I'm going to go downstairs and I'll just loop around the building and come back up. Just so I can really reset my mind. And then when I'm doing that, I'm actively not thinking about work. I'm not like okay this was struggle I was doing how am I going to solve it not even that I'm just going to be like okay what am I doing this weekend what am I going to do like Greg I was mentioning like almost set up a goal for something for you to look forward to to remind yourself why am I here what am I working towards so like I do that even at home now Amato and I work right behind each other. And when he's starting to get busy and I'm like, okay, I can't take this. I'm getting distracted. I'll take the dogs out to pee really quick and then come back just to reset my brain and just like, okay, let me start all over again. So it is really about like taking care of yourself. If I understand sometimes... You, you, you like your job, but it's just that sometimes there are days that are not going through. So I was assuming that's what Earl was, like, talking about. Like, he just needed to, like, spice things up. Um, mm. So that that's one, like, thing that you can do. It's, like, really make sure you step out and, like, do things for yourself.
0: Yeah. I, a breath of fresh air, like, outside does wonders. Oh, yeah. If you're doing, like, if you're indoors all the time does wonders. You're like, what?
1: McCoy's like, let me just look out the window. There's sick people. I don't even have a window. <laughs> oh, kuawa.
2: <laughs> if I had my old office before I left this job and then I came back after, like, years, I would have had a window, a sliding door, even, <laughs> to the garden. But no,
0: unfortunately. Damn. Going back to Earl's original question... He says, I feel like I'm not happy with my job. Yo, that's 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 a tough place to be. Mm-hmm. I hope this I hope this helps, Earl, a little bit. And if it doesn't, ask us another question. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll break it down. <laughs> McCoy, what's our next question?
1: Hold on, Hold on. I'm chewing.
0: Please <laughs> swallow your peanuts. Okay,
1: McCoy, chew and swallow your peanut, and then what's the next question? <laughs>
0: okay true and swallow (laughs) what's the next question
2: so the next question is from Francis, and it is what is your biggest regret oh
0: Mm. oh should i go first oh yeah go ahead (laughs) Mm. okay wait can i ask you guys a question before we go into this one do you think Like, this question, we've heard of this question before in random places Mm -hmm. in our lives, right? Yeah. Like, what's your biggest regret? Mm -hmm. Is the first, when you ask someone that, do you think, is this supposed to be, like, a simple question? It's... It it reads simple, but it's completely not, not, right?
2: Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's a few words, but it's really, really heavy and dangerous.
1: Okay. What is your biggest regret? That's five words in one sentence mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. You really don't even have to say the other four. You just say regret and you're just like, oh fuck. You already know where it's yeah, leading right. to. I think you totally right, oh it's already it already has like a negative feel to it that mm-hmm. you know.
2: So let's see. You guys know I'm not motivated by money. Um I am more motivated by something that will make me happy or keep me happy. food and food or love oh. or things like that. you know, things that really matter, right? um so if with that being said, if I had to um choose um a regret, it doesn't have to be the biggest, but the first thing that pops in my mind is I didn't fight for the person that I love. When I think that's all that they were asking for, was for me to fight. What do you mean, fight? Um, Like a
0: zombie apocalypse kind of fight? (laughs) Or is this like.
2: Um, You know, like, I don't think this is working. And I think he wanted me to say, no, let's make it work, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, I let my anger and my pride get in the way and say, fine, then it's not. But I think what was needed was for me to say, let's take a break for a couple of days and let's revisit this issue. But because I was young and prideful, I was like, fine. And because the next day when we saw each other again, he was trying to hold my hand. And I said, you don't get to do that anymore. We're not together.
1: But that could have been your other chance again to be like, yes, I can. Asshole, shut up. <laughs> like,
2: you know, I, you know I, I pushed him away. Because I was mad. I was like, How dare you do this to me? I was like very Mariah Carey breakdown. You know, like that. Like <laughs> I'm trying I was to nonchalant. Do... <laughs> nonchalant about it. But really I was, you know
1: <laughs> And the thing is that's what you were listening to probably at the time. So she fucking influenced you.
2: <laughs> um so yes, Mariah Carey ruined my love life. No <laughs> way. <wait. laughs>
0: whoa <laughs> yo yo, no no'm
2: <laughs> no, that was that was my pride um so yeah if i if I had to name um a regret, that would be it because if I had done things differently, who knows what would have happened? maybe I'd be married right now, or maybe um not, I don't know, who knows.
0: And I wouldn't know anymore, I, you know. How about you, D? We're going to come back to this. We're going to, I think we, I have a <laughs> few other questions for everyone, but D, what's your biggest regret?
1: Um, I don't really have a specific one, but one thing that I don't like about myself and at the, whenever I do it, I do regret it, is I hesitate a lot. Mm-hmm. I hesitate a lot to the point where I I miss out on opportunities or experiences. And I don't know sometimes how to like like you McCoy like I'm too stubborn to get to the point like I want to try to regain it or even change mm-hmm. my mind in the middle and just jump jump back into it. So that's one thing that I have actively been working on is within a reason, obviously like not to say no. So okay, what so like, spe-
0: what specific incident happened that you're like? That really made um, you take notice of this?
1: Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm putting you <laughs> on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. To, I can't, I can't.
0: But it's just, She's like, not ready. You're not yeah. ready yet? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Okay. that was a big thing. But there was a moment, though. There yeah, was there a moment was, in no, your life... Yeah,
1: yeah, there was there, there's a couple and it, it, it goes in my head and it's like that's the only reason I'm holding on to it. It's like, oh, fuck, like I really held myself back from having fun or being a part of this thing or even sometimes ruining someone else's thing. It's because I hesitated. I hesitated maybe looking stupid or like being too um, like like being too self-conscious or maybe thinking like that's not who I am. So I just I've been working more ever since this one big thing that happened to just be like you can't do that anymore.
0: Do you do you think that you would regret right. sharing
1: your story specifically what it is? I will if I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh uh, there you go, that's a good one. Yeah. Don't do regrets, <laughs> D. Don't do it. I get that though, because I have
2: had some sexual encounters I said no to, but now I'm thinking I really should have said yes. Wait, I'm sorry, what?
1: But you can. Just go back to your DMs and you're like, hey, I'm open.
2: Literally, yeah, okay. Just start scrolling. The moment has passed.
0: No, I don't believe that.
2: Well maybe another moment will come by.
0: On your face. Maybe. Oh.
2: Yeah, well. I'm sorry. That was all called Actually, <laughs>
0: It
1: just happens, say, you know, like, on your face. Like,
2: but see, like, I was going to respond. I was like,
1: no, let's not go there.
2: Because I don't even like it on my face.
1: I like how you guys didn't see, but McCurry was doing, like, a swatting thing. Like, he was swatting away from his face. Like, it was my whole, he was like, oh, stinky.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. The biggest regret. I, I okay, so. Whew. Wow. It, it, this is, Did it trigger you, Greg? It is, because it's something I actually deal with on a daily basis. This one regret. So, um, let's go back. Let's just back up. <laughs> just a few years, like, when I'm in my 20s. You. Yeah, just, like, you know, like, one or two years. Few decades. <laughs> Fuck you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. All right, I'm just gonna put it out there. Because I don't think, I don't tell anyone this. hmm But, um, so, I'm uh, in my 20s. Um, I think I was, like, just graduated from college. Or was it right before I graduated from college? i was in a relationship mm-hmm. at the same time i was in a relationship i was um being mentored by uh, someone in the film and television industry and this mentorship was huge and he was mentoring the sense that we we're talking about scripts we'd meet up like every few weeks talking about films and scripts and projects and my ideas he, he was working on a big show. He was a writer-producer on a very popular show back then. And... simultaneously, I was in a very bad, abusive relationship. So, you know, when he, when he saw this question, I was like, it takes me back to this moment. Uh, this not moment, like, moments. Like, a, this period in my life where it was interesting because, you know, it was when I was just starting my career out in the film industry, and I got one of the biggest opportunities directly, have access to some really big names in the industry, um, and they were liking my work. Uh, however, my relationship took a very dark turn. Uh, it got physical, it got mental, and it got emotionally abusive. Um, and I remember this I keep having these flashbacks of when um, one time I had lunch with my mentor talking about scripts. Um, my ex followed me there to the restaurant in Hollywood. And so I had to introduce my mentor and my ex, my boyfriend at the time. And he noticed something was wrong. And fast forward, because of the relationship that I was in back then, it derailed my whole future in so many different aspects. Not just career-wise, but also relationships. It changed my, my views on sex and intimacy. It changed everything and it derailed me. And so why I deal with this almost on a daily basis is because the, my mentor, who I lost contact with, unfortunately, on a lot of shows I watch, whether it's on HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, his name will pop up as the executive producer. And every time I see it, it's almost like a quick little, like, snap. I get I get thrown back in time to my early 20s when this happened as a reminder that the point where my life derailed. And it was really hard watching television because, you know, I would randomly watch a show and, like, oh, this is a really good show. And then I'll see my mentor, name pop up in the middle because he's an executive producer or writer on the show or creator on the show. And it gets flashed back. It's so interesting about regret is because all of a sudden, in one second, you could be in 2020, 2021 year, right? And then in that one second when you start to feel regret, all of a sudden you flash back in time. And I see myself in my 20s. I'm always like, what the fuck? Like, how did this happen in one second? And then you have to look at this moment of regret. And all of a sudden, one second later, you fast forward, you're like, present day. And it keeps pulling me back in time. And it's completely so frustrating. Because I, ca- I see regret... And I think you were talking about earlier, McCoy, about gre- regret. And how it's so much more... How we're, how, how we're all talking about how it's this one question is so big. Bigger than we would like to admit. Because I don't think people actually talk and break down regret. But for me, I always see... like Life is like you're walking on a beach... You know, and then when waves come in, it's like their emotions, whether it's, you know, uh, whether you're angry, it's like a wave. It comes and goes, even happiness, joy, it comes and goes. But when regret comes in as a wave, when you're just walking on the beach, it is like, it has so many different emotions. It has embarrassment, it has shame, it has guilt, it has anger. It has all those things, like, all into one. And when a wave comes in, it could just sweep you and take you out. And then I'm also, when I saw this question from Francis, um, I also look back and think about, I do know a handful of individuals who've taken their life because of regret. I've been to a number of funerals because individuals took their life because they regretted that they hurt somebody unintentionally, and this guilt or regret, this shame, was too much for these individuals to handle. And they thought the best way to deal with regret is to take their life. And I think that a lot of individuals may be suffering from this. For me, I think in the past maybe three years, four years, I started practicing on how to train myself differently. Like, when I get these flashbacks, when I see myself in twenties, 20s, I, one is I forgive myself for the past. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm going to move forward. This is my strategy, is I see myself and I forgive myself. Um, because I didn't know about relationships. No one taught me how to be in relationships. No one taught me what to do when you face trauma like this, right? No one taught me that as a man... When you face any kind of abuse, no one talks about abuse that males feel or have experienced, and how to deal with those emotions. So I look back and I just forgive myself for all of that. I think it's a it's a work in progress. I think now I can watch a lot of his shows. Now it doesn't it doesn't I don't get those flashbacks anymore or those overwhelming. A wave of guilt and shame of oh why didn't i just do this or why didn't i ask him for help like i'm sure somewhere in a different dimension like there's a there's a me version that's like a multi-millionaire you know writing directing the projects they want to do and um you know it, i have to really honor who i am right now mm-hmm. to deal with it and just say okay that happened but In order to change regret, I have to look back and find something what I learned from it. Because what I realized with regret is that I was looking back and not learning from it. I was just witnessing all the emotions from it. Like, I wasn't learning about myself. I wasn't forgiving myself. So now I look back and said, okay, what I learned from this is that when opportunity is there, it's okay to take it. Yeah, definitely. And when... So when the opportunity comes again, I'll definitely jump on it. And also, I think a really important lesson I learned from this regrettable period in my life was that relationships that you have, whether it's intimate or friendship or even relationships with family, if they're not aligned with you and they don't respect your worth, they could derail your whole life. So it's so important to have relationships that are meaningful and most importantly healthy. Like I never knew that. Like I thought, like love is love. You just get into it as long as they love you, right? Uh, But if it's unhealthy love, it could change the whole course of your life. So my question for you guys is, like, looking back, what have you learned? I think what I learned is try not to dwell on the regret part of it,
2: and use that as motivation to propel yourself and to try not to miss out on things by being too scared. Um, about, you know, being too shy or being too ashamed or being too scared of how old this make me look or whatever,
0: you know, because... Well, how do you not dwell on it? Because I feel like, you know, when no, the wave okay. comes, right? Like, how do you handle this emotion? Remembering it and, and thinking about
2: it is different from living in it day to day. Mm. You know what I mean? So you can think of it, you, it. It can pop in your mind any time of the day, any time of the year. And that's perfectly normal. But you actually living in it day to day and all you can think about is the regret or what could have been, you know, there's no point in doing that because you're going to hold yourself back from actually finding something um, amazing in the future.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: Yeah, the same thing with McCoy. Like I said, is you're allowed to think about it, but I think while you're thinking about it, the steps that I do whenever it pops back in my head is that, okay, I think about the specific scenario, what I felt at that time, how how i didn't like what how it made me feel after it and what am i going to do to change that so it doesn't happen again so i but that that last step is the key so that way you don't dwell on it and it moves you forward to to look forward to have another experience and know that you're not going to do the same mistake again you know everything that we the three of us have mentioned like to me regret is yes it happened but we can do something else in the future that's you know, that's going to change or make up to what we did at that time. McCoy can put that, that good energy into a new future relationship that he'll come across with. Greg, you can easily, probably reach out to that same producer and be like, hey, you know what? I was in this point, and it wasn't good, but hey, I want to work with you again, and door might be open again. I might be in the same position where, like, someone offered me to do something. I'm like, yeah, let me go say yes and, like, put all these embarrassments and, like, insecurities aside so I don't miss out on it. You know, that's the thing. It's like we always have these opportunities to do things again. It mm-hmm. might not be the exact same thing, but if you look at it deeply, it's like, yes, it's it, it would have been the same thing. It's just how, however, I you know take on this responsibility this time. I really try not to hold on regrets.
0: Yeah, yeah I think it's brought up some really good points that I, even, I think, you we're know, just reflecting about my own experiences. Is about like like I was looking back as regret for me. I was looking back at it and thinking all those emotions and feelings. I started tying tying it to my future self or my present day self, like you know my meetings with like either executives or people in the industry, I would actually get that. F- I connected my experiences now to those horrible feelings I found in the past during that time. Even though, like, my mentor had nothing to do with the bad stuff, yeah. but the emotions around it, I started associating with present-day myself.
1: Yeah, but shouldn't, that's the thing, is, like, that light switch should just be like, eh, ah, you're falling into that same hole again. What do you do not to do that again? Yeah, so that's the thing that I hold on, and I always try to search, just like remind myself. Nope, you're gonna fall into that again. What is it that you should not do, so you don't regret anything? Yeah,
0: regrets sucky. Regret is sucky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. You have to have it. You have to have it, because then if like there's not, there's no way that you would live and just everything is happening the way you want it. Because then if oh. it does happen, you're just like fuck, like. Imagine if you've had your biggest regret in your 70s or 60s and 50s where it's like you don't have the chance to make these corrections and like, re, like re-experience like these opportunities in a different way and you're barely reaching that now. I think like I wouldn't know what to do.
2: I agree with D. Um, regret makes you appreciate what you have now and what you could have in the future.
0: Okay, yeah. I see where you guys are going with that one. I mean, the only way to like for me to not see it as regret is to take something from it. So that way I don't see it as regret. Because I think just what what is regret exactly? It's like going, like wishing that moment in the past was different. Yeah, wishing you could go back in time and redo it and you'll do it differently or something. The,
1: okay. Like that. That's way, why I think regret sucks. Yeah. This is why, this. okay. This is how I, okay. Whenever I used to get high, <laughs> this is what I think of a lot is life is yin and yang. Meaning there's always two options for you to take and that would resort to like two different outcomes. So regret to me is like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done this other course. There's only two. But but that action that you take splits into another two. But there's always two options for you to do. So if I go back to it, I'm like, oh, I did this. I didn't do this other option. So I know that when something else comes up, I only have one other option to take, which is the mm-hmm. other one that I didn't take. So mm-hmm. now I, when something like, else happens. Like I did that, that yeah. didn't work out. Yeah, exactly, do that again, right? motherfucker. Because it's like a yes <laughs> or no. That's me talking to myself. <laughs> right? With McCoy's, with McCoy's scenario, should he have done A or B? He should have fought or not fought. Would you? Should you have said something or you should have not said something? Would me, if I have given in or should I have just like, continue to hold back there's always two so we already know that we took that one path right again guys this is whenever I'm fucking high as hell I think about life is yin and yang yes (laughs) that's all I think about (laughs) I
0: like Heidi.
1: High Heidi. High <laughs> no, well, it has to be like, you know, it can not be Indica. It has to be Sativa for me to like run my brain. But, but yeah, it's like, is...
0: yeah, it's like, you know, it's almost like I look back and I was like, oh, fuck it. You know, that happened. That yeah. was a fuckery. Oh, wow. Right. Moving but but it was one,
1: that one movement that you did. If you had just taken the course. So now I walk about like, okay, well, I have to do the other thing that I didn't do. Every time I do something I didn't like, it's because I didn't do the other one and what is it about that other one that made me uncomfortable throw it out the window do it because I know the last one that I did was not did not make me feel happy
0: yeah it's almost like if you're gonna bring around regret bring it around bring it in a different suitcase almost right like don't yeah. bring regret around where it's like oh that remember that you fuck up you know yeah. but mm-hmm. bringing it around in a different suitcase like oh okay I learned from this and I'm not gonna yeah. do that again yeah so Definitely. that's interesting
1: alright McCoy so what did we have from our IG story
2: responses so let's see the first one we have is from Rich and he says lunch yesterday got food poisoning from it. So <laughs> we'll that is a regret. That. And this oh, is a yeah. reminder. People wash your hands. Especially people that work with food. Wash your hands, please.
1: I mean knock on wood. I've never had food poison again. Knock on wood again. No way. Yeah. Maybe
2: you didn't know it was that. Maybe you just thought like, I ate something bad, but really that's food. And it's poisoning. coming out of
0: my
1: mouth and my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I do that by choice because I eat ice cream. So, Ew. so oh, wait you know. a
0: minute. So you're purposely giving yourself
1: food poisoning. Well, when I want to no, when no, I want to no. lose like a couple of pounds, like I'm like oh, oh God.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, good to know.
2: So let's see. The second one is from Alfie, and she says, "Not pursuing my passion." Oh, that's a good I don't one. think it's too late to pursue any passion. see, that's the
1: thing that I say it's never too late. You can still do something about things. Unless
2: your passion is to stay in your 20s, which is impossible.
1: <laughs> that was so stupid.
0: <laughs> that was that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <that's laughs> I agree with you. Never keep that one in. <laughs>
1: It's the wine I had like half a thing of. (laughs) McCoy has had half of the giant bottle of Lambrusco from like um, stock stores. It's Costco size. Some kind of like
2: semi sweet mix. I don't even know. Some kind of Italian something. It's a Costco (laughs) size. So I finished half of it. (laughs) Oh, so the third one. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, is from. Choi. Wait, before
0: we go on. Oh. Before we go on, not pursuing your passion, I think it's a lot of people have like, be oh, fee- yeah. or feel like that's a regret.
2: You know the funny thing is my passion is, uh, <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> major in history. Oh yeah, I can see that. And someone's, I'm very into history, right? And someone said, "Oh, what kind of job are you gonna get with that?" It completely squashed it out of my head like to even desire it so now i just read up on stuff because i'm interested in it but it's not something i i feel like i can pursue anymore (gasps) but i just said earlier it's not too late to pursue your passion so i'm like contradicting myself it's
0: It's never, never too
2: late okay fine it's never too late to it's never too late you're right
1: but also the thing that's that sucks about that is that people don't realize that it's really not unconventional anymore for people to have a side hustle. And I'm not talking about side hustle where you're struggling and you're focusing on, uh, you know, like, so many things at the same time. It's like Mm -hmm. you have your day job and you have something that makes you happy on the side. So you could probably be, like, you know, doing something else that would involve that passion of yours about history on the side. You know, and then Alfie also can just, whatever her passion is, if it's something that she can do, not full-time, you know, at least, like, All right. find a way to connect to it and just tap in at least just a string that I'm doing something that I actually like for myself and not, not. to survive daily. Well, I would I also mean, say I
0: hate if, when yeah. people say... What do you, well, what kind of job would you get with that? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's so fucking stupid. Like, if you're interested in a major that you like, I always tell this to, like, you know, people who, who are trying to find their major in college. It's like, if you find a major that you like, go with it. You know, like, don't be like, oh, what am I going to do with this with, like, the future self or job? Just go with it. If you're passionate about it, then major in it let's
1: also think about it it exists in a college for a reason exactly why would they why would they build an entire course syllabus around it if there's no one who's looking to hire someone that you know with that experience no
0: you're right I mean, and history is so powerful like knowing history is so powerful i
2: mean like you're right you're right about the side hustle and if anyone knows how to be a side hustle so um
1: not that high. Well, McCoy, side, side hustle, check, you fool. Side hoe. chick. McCoy, side chick is different from a side hustle. Oh, not not that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry.
0: Side,
1: <laughs> a side piece is a different from a ha- side oh, hustle. Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs>
0: All this time, I'm just like, oh yeah. That's I think, why I had to say something. I Your think, eye just lit up. Yeah,
1: I could be a side hustle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, oh my god.
1: I don't think they have like a, even a community college course for a side chick. <laughs> So, no, I would have made you as a side chick
0: <laughs> or a side boy. So let's
2: see. Moving on. Um, the third one is from Choi. And he says, I trust too easily. Is that a regret? So it sounds like, well, there might be a lot of pain in that statement. Yeah. It's like you got hurt. So you, because you trust easily and you regret trusting what? this person that hurt you
1: that sucks though cuz i mean for choy what i can advise is you know um like send me your full name date of birth social security and, and i can help you like it's 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 an easy thing to fix right
0: no oh, okay. no do not <laughs> Joy, Choi, hoy, sh- sh- hoy Joy. do not send your information you know i was thinking about like trust you know trust i i trust too easily yeah that's actually i think a, a positive yes i do because not that many people sometimes open themselves up to it and yes yeah. you will get hurt and that's just part of it but i hope troy doesn't regret trusting because you learn from it as well too like yeah, you definitely. gather information from it but that's your strength
1: i think like the three of us can speak for it but mm. a wall is so much harder to break down than a trust that is not there mm. damn you're deep you're so deep say it one I'm more not time high right now though. wait say like, that though. again <laughs> like i mean a wall that you have built is so much harder to break down than having you know trust like it, like it's once you've built that wall you're gonna be like i don't know how to let go how can i trust someone else therapy like
0: then you gotta spend like a shitload of money on therapy yes trust me that's well sometimes expensive. they just say the right
2: things and you open the gate for them and then now they're behind the walls and then they can just fuck you over
1: oh, wow. wow i'm sorry Again, that just came out like, a wow. wall is so much harder to break down once it's up
2: there as an example no, but in, in, in all honesty yes greg you're right you know trusting um so, no, knowing how to trust people is absolutely an asset but you have to know how to set your boundaries to protect yourself also. Yeah, that that is true. But yes, don't don't lose that because that's important.
1: And again, you're going to be missing out on opportunities. Mm-hmm. What Definitely. I think what it is more is pinpointing walking away. What is it from the last time that you didn't like how were you screwed over by someone and then like finding those traits in the next ones, but don't completely close off yourself cuz You're missing out on opportunities.
0: Mm, That's interesting. Like regret is really about missing about future
1: opportunities. I think every time something happens to you, you have to take time to really reflect on it. Mm -hmm. Don't just shove it aside or really dwell on it. It has to be a productive action that you take whenever something happens to you. Really sit on it and (laughs) not like that. (laughs) You can't <laughs> D. Listen, you're talking to two other gay know, guys You fuck. can't just say, yo, sit
0: on it You can't do that, it'll work We're gonna giggle You were trying to be all deep And then you sit on it
1: Okay, You have to reflect There you go, really just reflect yeah, on reflecting. things Don't sit on it yet <laughs> That's how McCoy gets in trouble. He likes to sit on that <laughs> thing. <laughs> I do. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. D, is there anything else? D, you're so no, deep. No, no, no. Like, I feel like. I don't know what
1: happened, you know? You got like. Again, I'm not high right now. You
0: went quarantining, so. then all of a sudden you came
1: back as like a, a monk or something. Like... <laughs> I have been meditating a lot. So that's what that was.
2: (laughs) Um, Thank you, Grace and Mima. I have Lilingon, Francis, and also Earl from Philippine Campfire Stories for your queries. And also the people that turn in their answers. Let us know how you would answer these questions yourself. We want to hear your answers, and we'll read them on a future episode.
0: That's our episode. If you'd like to leave a comment and have a question for us, we will respond. You can reach us at?
2: On social media or on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Curious Cat at gamchatpodcast.
1: Email us your questions at gamchatpodcast at gmail.com, or you can also leave us a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash gamchatpodcast. Also, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. We want to hear from you on how you think we're doing. Also, I want to see some five stars. Where you want to? Oh, them they really rate us, like they say like five yes. stars.
0: He wants to see some five stars, everybody. <laughs> you better rate us. <laughs> and we'll catch you on the next one. Five stars!
1: Five stars! <laughs>